catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. For the second time, I'm reading Mac Manson's The Subtle Art of Not Giving and F-U-C-K, if that made sense to you. And two quotes kind of like stand out for me. First is that hopelessness is the root of anxiety, mental illness, and depression. It is the source of all misery and the course of all addiction. Yet in a bizarre backwards way, death is the light by which the shadow of all life's meaning is measured. It sounds like a lot actually to you know, wrap your head around just once, but I'll you know throw at you the second one. Being wrong opens us up to the possibility of change. Being wrong brings the opportunity for growth. Because when we bother too much, I can't use the F word here, but when we bother too much, when we choose to bother about everything, then we feel as though we're perpetually entitled to feel comfortable and happy at all times. And that's when life actually Fs us up. Welcome to Tony's Tech Side. I live stream on WW. I live stream on AfricaTechRadio.com every weekday from 9 a.m. West African time till midday. Wherever you're listening from, like, comment, and share. We'll learn a tech word and I'll share the most important and impactful stories on the continent of Africa to keep you informed. You can share your stories with the rest of us. You can text us on WhatsApp. Yep. You can also send a voice note 0913-558-1766 at plus 234 if you're texting from outside Nigeria. Our word for today, today, the tech word for today is data breach. It's when a confidential or sensitive or information you're protecting gets exposed to someone who does not have the authority to see that information or to have that information. They may not be able to see it, but they may, be, they may just have control over it, right? It's also when you lose control of, you know, an information that is sensitive, confidential, and protected by you. Usually, you have like files. It could be pictures, it could be audio, it could be visual, you know, but they are usually viewed or shared without your permission, anyone can be at risk of a data breach as little as little as giving your phone out your smartphone to someone right and yes that's it it just happens that someone just that's it data breach someone transfers some money someone sends a message with your phone and deletes it from your own end right you really don't know that you you like that's it and it goes from as little as you mistakenly sending a document or a picture or something to someone else mistakenly i think i did something close to that i sent a message on a group and thank god for the edit button i quickly edited it <laughs> and i changed it so but that's like those those are like signs of something like that but usually when you send a spreadsheet to like an email that's not supposed to get it i remember when someone shared with me a proposal that i wasn't supposed to get but it, the proposal was also 
passworded right so i was just able to see like a little part of the proposal but that's like an imminent data breach you know like very closely and it can be as big as losing a laptop or a smartphone and the information on it and also it can just be that someone you you actually had a malware that's that's it anyone can be hacked anyone can be at risk of a data breach and you know individuals enterprises governments organizations anybody at all it might just be you know something that's been uploaded to a file sharing site or to the dark web and boom that's literally just it so that's our word for today data breach data breach once a confidential sensitive or protected information is exposed without the authority or the permission of the person whose uh, information it is or who's is, who it belongs to we say that there's been a data breach and it can be as big as a bank losing details right and then people using those details to siphon not siphon but like withdraw people's money and that's that like that's as big as you can get right and it can be really really large scale you need to really um you know prepare for things like that and have plans to mitigate things like that that's why in terms of security especially cyber security you have to be very 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 intentional about it if you need to get a better idea of how to prepare for this how to make cyber security a usual thing for you just catch up on the last episode i had with the guys from ethnos um we're working together and they're sponsoring um, a set of episodes on cybersecurity from you personally to big companies and enterprises, you know, how you can get better prepared, how to mitigate, you know, the trends that have shaped 2023 and the trends that would most trends are most likely shape 2024. So just go on the website, africatechradio.com or search for Africa Tech Radio on Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts from everywhere, including YouTube. Just search Africa Tech Radio and binge on everything cybersecurity that we've been doing for a while now yes you can type grc governance risk and compliance as you know an everyday business as usual method or approach or procedure yeah and please just stay safe you can also check us out on instagram yes at a tech radio on twitter and facebook at africa tech radio and you'd also find tips to staying safe especially this period this month of october cyber security month and every point every time at all every time make it a culture make it something you live and breathe if you work in tourism or anything around tourism, anything around that sector, you need to listen up because Airbnb has announced a $500,000 fund to support inclusive and sustainable tourism growth in Africa. So if you have anything whatsoever, a business, a job, a role, partners within the space, you need to actually get your ears like up. This announcement was made at the Africa Travel Summit that just held in Joburg, South Africa. Well, this pledge fund will help Airbnb over the next two years 
to assist governments and tourism organizations across the continent of Africa to identify and unlock new tourism opportunities, support hosts and guests and their communities, empower the next generation of tourism entrepreneurs, support investment in the tourism ecosystem and whatnot. That actually doesn't sound very clear at all until you really understand like what Airbnb is about and the kind of value it brings to say the host for example so Airbnb reduces the cost and time required to establish and run a tourism business they lower the barriers to entry for potential hosts and effectively connect the entrepreneurs to demand for nearly three quarters of hosts on the platform airbnb is like the entry point to the tourism industry so if you're going somewhere if you're the host right you can just get on the platform and airbnb your space and then someone would come in a tourist right you never met like you have no business whatsoever in tourism right but then it just says this is like the standard and you meet that standard right and you know you have your space you know like as an uh, you know let out for you know tourists to come use and airbnb is as a digital platform just kind of like changes the way people travel providing a convenient personalized and affordable experience and it interfaces searching booking managing reservations verification payments customer support all of these things to ensure that the guests and the host have a seamless experience right and for the guests is quite accessible um affordable also in terms of accommodation that's been provided for tourists that want to visit places that they've never been to and they're not exactly sure where they're going to be staying all of the hoteling i know like there was a time that there were some issues with people complaining about you know getting into some certain hotels or rooms you know in a different country and because they really didn't do their checks well they didn't carry out their checks well those places had already been red flagged and they still went into those places because they were quite they sounded or looked quite affordable and then they were not very comfortable some 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 of these people like you know things went wrong and they really could not seek redress and all of that and even when they almost when they wanted to they didn't get the kind of you know response or feedback that they would have expected so this kind of like helps solve that problem and this pledge also the 500k fund in dollars you know is in line with an economic impact report that was released in october 2023 that showed that airbnb contributed about 23.5 billion rands to the south african economy in 2022 supported about 50,000 jobs doubled its contribution to the growth of the inclusive tourism and Airbnb are saying that they would use the lessons and the experience they gained in South Africa to support more inclusive and sustainable tourism in more countries across the continent. Who will get this fund, this money? Well, non-profit organizations in Africa that are supporting economic empowerment, digital access, and sustainability in Africa. And... Airbnb will work with local stakeholders to identify the organizations that should be considered for awards with grants distributed by the Airbnb Community Fund. Yes, and the whole idea is to help build a more inclusive tourism economy on the continent. Yeah, and we'll move swiftly to Namibia and Zambia, still Southern Africa, but the agreement that they 
have to assist each other in their civil registration and vital statistics as well as the legal and digital identity management pursuits. Earlier in 2023, Namibia introduced a bill in parliament that aimed at revising the civil registration and national identification systems in order to meet some of the exigencies of the changing times. And Zambia launched a biometrics enrollment drive for its new digital ID system in 2022. Everyone seems to be moving towards the digital or digital biometric way. That's what everyone seems to be headed towards. And it's also important that we work together, but I would want to see this working together on a much more bigger scale on the continent of Africa. So not just two countries, Zambia and Namibia, you know, two Southern African countries coming together to work together on biometrics and digital identity, but the whole of Africa and somehow ensuring that this also plugs into the regulations that have been set and the agreements that have been made with the Africa Continental Free Trade Area Agreement. And that way, we're not building separately, just like um, Mr. Aziz, who recently, you know, talked about the move in Nigeria, the SIM registration move in Nigeria, and how the I, the things around NIN and the registration around that is supposed to be scaled to ensure that we go deeper into the grassroots so that all the 774 local governments in the country are covered in terms of coverage, getting people to actually get their needs and be registered and known by the government and the government has these data and they can you know scale it for whatever needs that the country you know has it's not just having these things but integrating all of the data points that we have to ensure that we don't just have you know data that is you know segregated here and there and not in one particular place or data that we cannot merge and we can use all of these data for you know something that's better, something that is good for every other person in the country. Well, Mauritius is also bringing in registration for new cards and re-registration for existing SIM cards. In 2021, Nigeria made this move. In 2022, Ghana made this same move. The aim of the exercise, according to the government in Mauritius, is to ensure that every SIM card subscriber has their SIM card duly registered under the identity. And... The ruling that applies to this means that anyone that's going to get a new SIM card would have to get it from a local service provider. If you're a citizen, if you're not a citizen, if you're visiting as a tourist, if you're a corporate body and you you know you need a SIM card, if you're a public body, an organization, a business, even if you're under diplomatic mission, diplomatic call, you would need to be registered and it will only be done by service providers when you are getting the new sim card so you don't get it and come back for registration but then for re-registration on the other hand right um, service providers will just collect verify and record the information of existing sim card holders and you can do this if you're in mauritius by visiting the service provider your service provider um, or their showrooms or you can also do it online now, this process is supposed to start on the 31st of October 2023 and end on the 30th of April 2024. And they have said that all service providers will deactivate any unregistered SIM card after the date. The same question I asked when Nigeria issued this same announcement. December 2021, if I remember clearly, but it kept moving that date and I don't think it ever happened. Is this April 2024 
you know deactivation realistic ghana and nigeria have tried and they found out that keeping to sim registration deadlines aren't exactly as easy as you think because people will take you to court you know governments would have to reconsider people will protest people's monies are tied to these things however mauritius has just uh, 1.2 million in terms of population and nigeria has like a lot more like way way more ghana has more too and well maybe the 1.2 million might just be like easier to you know get done with less difficult than what happened in ghana and what happened in nigeria and the same month of october 2023 a new bill was announced that meant that when it's passed into law users of sim cards in burkina faso right users of sim cards in burkina faso will be able to hold not more than two sim cards from one mobile provider and in addition the sale of sim cards will only be permitted in approved agencies and point of sale so no longer buying sim cards from just anywhere these are like the top biometric and top digital identity news on the continent yes as i speak to you the pope says that your children should learn coding you must be feeling blessed yes <laughs> if not why would you jump at the endorsement by pope francis of a computer programming initiative and the pope has said that he wants your children to code yep this he said when he endorsed a global project code with the pope initiative which is supposed to remove the glaring disparities in education across the globe so what the initiative is meant to do is champion access to coding education through a free online learning platform to students between the ages of 11 and 15 across europe africa and latin america it will be about 60 hours of dedicated learning and children will be equipped with the basics of python yes one of the world's most popular coding languages and programming skills have become as fundamental as reading and writing especially in the digital age world economic forum data released in 2023 shows that the majority of the fastest growing roles are technology related roles oh well you know better however there's like a severe global shortage of tech skills that would mean that we may have about 85 million job positions that are left unfilled by 2030 if we do not fix this particular shortage of tech skills and since a large percentage of people in the world are they you know tilt to one religion or the other tilt to one belief whatsoever where this was launched originally is in poland that's where one of the recent popes uh, uh, i think pope john paul the second i think he's polish and that population is whoa a large percentage identifies catholic and a 33 year old millionaire mr miraniuk has said that getting the endorsement of the pope to push coding to children between ages of 11 to 15 across the world not just in europe but in africa and south asia southeast asia will be something that would be exceptional for the adoption of tech skills especially parents making it you know open for their children to actually get on this train 
This program will be available in three languages or four, Spanish, English, Italian, and Polish. This is not the first time the Pope is actually encouraging young people to get into coding because at a point he helped write a line of code for a UN initiative in 2019. But it's actually good that we're seeing religious leaders, global religious leaders, lend their voice to things like this and lend their voice to what the next wave of things would be or will look like. Something else that's really good to note and i think this would be like on a closing note is ethiopian born scientist gebisa ejeta receiving national medal of science which is the highest state honor attainable by scientists in the united states of america he got this from the united states president he received this from the united states president joe biden and it was for his outstanding contributions to the science of plant genetics I know someone who's studying genetics, plant genetics to be precise. The first time, you know, she said she's in France now. The first time she moved from China to France. The first time she said, I think she's in her PhD or something. The first time she said, oh, I'm doing studying genetics. I'm like, hold on. You're going to be part of the people that would be messing with our genes, right? Like, come on. And she's like, oh, no, I, I, not, I have nothing to do with human. <laughs> humans. I'm doing plant. And I'm like, oh, okay, tell me about it. Like, I know we used to, in biology then, do, you know, crossbreeding and all of those things, that the basics, the very basics of it, right? And I used to be wowed and thrilled at how, you know, we were able to crack that, right? But then it's a world that's just in front of us. He's acclaimed as one of the world's leading plant geneticists, that uh, Ethiopian-born scientist Gebisa Ejeta. In 2009, he won the prestigious World Food Prize for developing a sorghum hybrid that is resistant to both drought and the parasitic weed trigger. And this trigger is common you know, in Africa because it invades farms on the continent. By the way, if you didn't know, sorghum is the fifth most important cereal crop globally after maize wheat rice and barley some people only know one of the things i've mentioned here some people know either maize or just rice or just wheat or just barley but sorghum fifth most important cereal crop globally and some people actually live on cereals now that being said um it's also the second most important cereal in africa and it has been embraced as a staple by several countries on the continent, especially those that are prone to drought. And seeing that for the past decade, one year or so, we've had instances, we've had examples, we've had, you know, very catastrophic droughts that have happened on the continent due to climate change. And if he has gotten something, you know, that would stay against droughts, like that would we stand droughts then it means that we actually have something good you know on our hands he has also received you know a national hero award from ethiopian government just just immediately after he received the world food prize in 2009 and he also has been appointed to the board of international food and agricultural development in the u.s and that was when president barack obama was still president 2011 on that very good and great note these are like the most important stories and uh you know that are impacting the continent of africa that i'm keeping track of i think you, you may want to check these stories out 
and i think you'd be really really good if you did you know go through the other content and the other things that were talked about from cyber security to what's happening on social media everything literally and don't miss out the ones that are really important to you just learning something we have a lot of content on youtube on websites on podcast streaming platforms just search for africa tech radio and if you're on socials yet as at a tech radio on instagram and at africa tech radio everywhere else thanks for listening and don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com